Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing, and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Caravan of Garbage, where we go... Can we find the longest movie in the world to talk about? I think we have success. We might have, absolutely. Because this is King Kong 20, 2000, 2005. 2005, baby. <laughs> so I hadn't seen this in cinemas. Uh, what about you? What was your experience with this? I, if you'd asked me a week ago if I'd seen this movie at all, I would have said yes. <laughs> but what I think happened is that I have seen this in snippets, yep. you know, over a span of time. Because, you know, sometimes you'll turn on the TV sure. and it's uh, Naomi Watts is a struggling actress. She's trying to make it in Depression-era New York. And then, like, a year later, you turn on the TV and there's a bunch of people in Skull Island. And you're like, is this the same showing of this movie? It was one of these Mulholland Drive. <laughs> could, could very well be. But I think I've seen snippets of this movie yeah. and sort of pieced it together because I've seen the original. And I'm just like, well, I must have seen yeah. this movie. It was a big movie. It's a big movie. It was the biggest movie of all time at the time, budget wise 207 million it is this off the back entirely pay off but ah yeah. is this off the back of peter jackson yes. being the biggest filmmaker yes, in the yes, world yes. for for a for a time a significant time so yeah leave a like if you could for peter jackson if That's anything because right. he is a visionary filmmaker i'm a big fan of his work pour one out for pj <laughs> so yeah he was pretty much given free reign off the lord of the rigs trilogy he'd won like multiple academy awards there were a huge box office success and they're wonderful movies. I don't know whether we'll ever cover them on this, probably, but they're great. So my question, I guess, to you is, you might know the answer to this, was this his passion project? Yes. So he was like, I want to do yep. a remake of the, I guess, the 1933? Yeah. King Kong. Hence why it's set in 1933. But yes, so he was paid $20 million up front 
for this movie, which was the most ever for a director at the time. Uh, he owns props from the original. He's a huge fan, like you said. Uh, th- this is also like an obvious homage to that original movie, and you can see it in things like the dinosaurs are more kind of crocodilian, which is how they yeah, kind of right. thought they were in the 30s. The jungle is also built the way that the original jungle was, except it's imagined like, oh, we've got new cameras. So this is what it looks like, you know, with, with some HD I 2005 cameras. This is what it lo- would look like if all the, the film was stored on a jazz drive. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Which I believe uh, is an underappreciated uh, storage medium for its time, Mason. Wow, I can't believe he stole my bit. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, though, he wanted to make this after The Frighteners, which I don't know if you've seen. is kind of like a wonderful little horror comedy. I have seen The yeah, Frighteners. it's really yeah. great from the mid-'90s. Uh, but off the back of Mighty Joe Young coming out, and then there was a really terrible Godzilla movie, which we've also talked about, it wasn't really a good time to do it. But what is incredible about this is it's an incredible turnaround considering that Return of the King came out like two years earlier. Like, it's amazing they put this together oh, sure, in yeah. such a short amount of time. I know people talk about, like, the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings in terms of like a lot of work done in a short space of time, but this would kill, like making this would kill a man, surely. Maybe, yeah. (laughs) Maybe, yeah. Here's the thing though. A common complaint of this movie is, well, there's a few, uh, that it takes a long time to get going because that boat sequence at the start, you know, and we're Mm -hmm. in New York before that, it's, it, God, it really drags its feet, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Just a cast of colourful characters I don't give a shit about, you I, know? Look, I'm sure that we are not the first to point this out, but boy, howdy, is it? Mm. It's a long movie. It's a four-act movie. Three hours and 21 minutes. Real long. Because Real it, long. Because, you know, to skip ahead slightly to nearly the end, <laughs> but not nearly the end at all, uh, if, if I'd never seen this movie before, which I hadn't, but I do know the story <laughs> of the movie, but if I'd gone in completely you know, uh, clean and not known anything about this movie, I would have gone, oh, okay, well, she's befriended the big gorilla Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and now everybody's in a jam with the big insects and whatever. Yep. And then they're going to escape to the boat and then because King Kong has established his friendship with with Naomi Watts' character, he's going to maybe hold off the insects while they leave and he's going to die a noble death and that'll be the end of the movie. Yeah, that makes sense, doesn't it? But then then there's another movie after that. There's a a movie at the start, there's a movie in the middle, which (laughs) I think is the best movie, and then a movie at the end, which has some ice skating in it as well. Sure does, yeah. Yeah. But just the excess of this movie... It's, it's insane because, for example, you know that boat, which is a largely inconsequential section of the film. They had a real-life boat that they used. Uh-huh. They had a miniature yes. and they had a replica for filming, like, interior shots and, you know, when they're splashing a bunch of waves on it and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So you can see where the budget went. But at the same time, there's not really that many interesting people in this in the way that Lord of the Rings is. Lord of the Rings is a colourful cast of characters and you get to know everybody and they have their individual motivations, you know, and, and there's deaths and tragedy and triumph and all that. But here I'm like, ah, Jack Driscoll, okay, you, you're writing. and <laughs> Okay, Jack Black, you love movies. That's Actually, I do enjoy Jack Black at this, to be fair. But I guess the only thing that really works for me here character-wise is like Naomi Watts and King Kong. Everything else can go in the bin here. Oh no! Look, it's the it's uh, Jamie Bell. I hope he hope he esca- I, I don't care. <laughs> hope he finishes that book that he likes. <laughs> <laughs> that is largely regarding the stuff that he's doing on his in his own boat. You know what it feels like if yes. I'm going to use a term from Lord of the Rings. Wait, it feels like a real Silmarillion of a movie. <laughs> yes, huh. it's a real desolation of Smaug in terms of me sitting there going. 
Oh my god, this goes forever. No, uh, it feels like in terms of like situations and characters, it feels like it's stretched thin like butter over too much bread. And ah. when Bilbo Baggins said that, he's like, this ring's fucking me up, mate. I don't yeah. like it. Would you say that this movie is too many elevenses and not enough? <laughs> Um, second breakfasts. Se- second breakfasts. <laughs> yes, I actually, I actually quite liked all the stuff on the boat. Honestly, I could take or leave the big monkey stuff. Really? Yeah. Okay. I know it's not a monkey. It doesn't have a tail. No, and I, well, we could talk about King Kong, and and, and I and do. We can talk about the differences between various primates. <laughs> sure, but the thing is, I uh, like the chef. <laughs> I like the first mate. Yeah, I like the chef of the first mate. I guess, but the thing is, I think it gets better as more people get killed. Because oh, it's like, okay, okay so there's less people to focus on. But let's talk about Kong because Andy Serkis plays two roles in this. Chef. A guy, yeah, a chef who has, he has one eye or maybe he's just squinting. I, I, don't, I don't know what he's doing. And he also, of course. <laughs> I got lemon juice in it. <laughs> and also, of course, he plays King Kong. And what I think is interesting about this King Kong design is. What I think is interesting is mm. the quick changes that he's always doing in between <laughs> scenes. Do you see that? How does he do you it? You didn't see it because he's so good at he's it. He's such a good actor and mocap performer. He does the cowboy switch and then he jumps out. He's in the gorilla suit. <laughs> You don't even notice. But the thing is, traditionally, and we've seen this more with the modern King Kong also, he's more kind of standy uppy, mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, like a guy in a suit. Yes. And for this, they went, he's more gorilla, or monkey, if you mm-hmm. will. Mm-hmm. Like, no, he's more gorilla than he is that. He's more animalistic yeah. in, in a lot of ways, which I think uh, is an interesting take on it, honestly. And I think also it's an incredible mocap performance and a beautiful looking gorilla it captures like sadness and pain and joy and cruelty and cruelty he's, he's a mean he's a mean monkey and i didn't like him <laughs> i liked him of course he's mean though everybody's dead he's not his own dinosaurs are always snapping at him well, then don't, don't don't push over the lady that's trying to be nice to you he's never seen a lady i guess that's probably true actually he's seen a lot of ladies because there's ladies living on that island isn't yeah. there yeah, yeah and he's probably probably eaten a lot of ladies too <laughs> no doubt has no that being said uh, andy circus pushed for this uh, King Kong in this is a vegetarian, because ah. like a lot of gorillas are. But also a lot of animals in the wild that are vegetarian will also just eat anything. If like they if you handed the them a Big Mac, they would <laughs> yeah. eat that Big Mac. Exactly. Exactly. So there's a lot of this that I think looks really great a lot mm-hmm. of the time. I mean, there's remarkable recreations of New York and jungle settings, especially considering that all of this is shot in New Zealand, you know, on sound stages mm-hmm. and with some outdoor sequences. But there are other moments where you do kind of feel like, oh, yeah, they only had kind of two years to put this together. For example, the dinosaur stampede is, it's pretty ropey. It is a little, yeah. And, yeah. And yeah, that, that scene, the scene where uh, Kong escapes in uh, in the theatre, mm. that is, uh, you, can, you, can see, you can see the little line around yes. him, you know? And I thought we'd reach the era where you couldn't see the little line around <laughs> things. I thought the last time we saw a little line was when Luke Skywalker fought the Rancor, Mason, mm-hmm. which they then got rid of that little line in, in subsequent releases. Right. Yeah, it felt to me like, you know that jungle chase sequence from Indiana Jones 4? Do you remember that? Like yep. that kind of vibe. Like maybe if you, they just darkened everything down, you wouldn't see, you know, I don't know anything about special effects. Maybe that would have helped. But that being said, that being said, let me say this. Go on. Allow me to step forward with this point. I'm listening. Uh, the Kong versus T-Rex fight, or V-Rex, because they're a different kind of evolution of a ah, dinosauric creature. This is the very Rex. That's right. <laughs> so I think that brawls remarkable and also uh the bit that i think everybody's seen probably you even because you could just watch it on youtube mm-hmm. i love the way that it, it starts and then it escalates 
It's like a pub brawl that that gets out of control and more mates jump in and you spiral out a window and, and you're tumbling down a thing. You just, you're still fighting and biting and it's all going on. It turns into a big cloud of dust and people are being brought into the cloud of dust. Exactly. Your whole experience of uh, bar brawls is from the comic strip Andy Cap, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. And the absolutely. wife is brought in and she's swinging a rolling pin. Got a rolling pin, exactly. But, but also in that sequence you see there's some wonky-like holding Naomi Watts stuff going yeah, on. Mm-hmm. And there's a bit of that in this movie in general. But the fact that they made that entire sequence in broad daylight and it looks so good, it's it's very it's very bold and it's very well-paced. The Corrie's incredible is what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, even when they're swinging on the vine, and I love the bit at the end where he, he kills, I think, the, the final very Rex. By ripping its jaw off. And then he goes, yap, yap, yap. He kind of like <laughs> does a little like puppeteery thing. Be like, is this dead? Yap, yap, yap. Yeah, this is dead. Also, this is... I um, thought I was very Rex, but I was no Rex at all. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's it's in a lot of ways a horror film, which kind of calls back to a lot of Peter Jackson's mm. earlier work. Some it, of it's very grotesque. But the also, insect stuff especially, I yeah, thought, yucko. Definitely. But it's also weirdly bloodless at times. There's a moment when one of the natives gets shot mm-hmm. and there's no like squibs or bullet holes in them at all. But yeah, like you mentioned... There's the bug pit scene, which also, by the way, is just them just swatting wildly. Peter Jackson just said, just swat wildly uh-huh. and we'll just put everything in. And, right. and it totally works and it's creepy and mm. awful. I mean, there is a scene where Jamie Bell swats away a bunch of big bugs with a machine gun. With his eyes closed. <laughs> oh, Jamie Bell, what are you doing? Uh, what are you, he was in Tintin, Peter Jackson's Tintin also. Oh, as Tintin? The titular he Tintin? He was the titular Tintin. So was Andy Serkis. There's also, oh, I'm they're just both re- a titular Tintin? They're both Tintin. Whoa. Two Tintins. When's Bottom a, half, top half? <laughs> yeah, that's Left right. half, right half. There's supposed to be a Spielberg sequel to that as well. Remember that? Yeah. Or maybe he, no, he did the first one. Spielberg did the first one, Peter Jackson was supposed to do the second one. Mm. Or vice versa. Yes. I'm not a fan of Captain Tintin. Haddock. Captain Haddock. That's right. Do you remember the bit where Jamie Bell's running on the edge of the cliff? Yep. And then the cliff's falling down. He's doing like a weird Muppet run to yeah. make it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real Looney Tunes vibes. That's right. But the bug pit scene, though, it's actually a homage to a deleted and missing scene from the original Kong movie. Right, because mm. the the old one, because it was released in the 1930s, it would have been released before the, the Hayes Code or the censorship rules were mm. put in place. So I think over the years, mm. every time it got a new release, somebody was like, I find this questionable, let's take Quite it out. spooky, yeah. So apparently, yeah, it did. It sent audiences screaming from theatres. And whenever I hear that, I'm like, I don't think anybody left. I don't, I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think anybody went, oh, this black and white image I'm seeing, it's, uh, it's too visceral. I real. paid my 25 cents. I'm going to sit here and poop in my seat like a gentleman. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. And I think that that, yeah. that makes sense if... You know, this is this is one of Peter Jackson's favorite movies, the original. Yeah. That he would want to do justice to everything that was in it before. Yes. Which is why it's so long. Yeah. And speaking of that bug scene, the original, uh-huh. they recreated it using methods from the 1930s, and you can see that. So it's a scene that you could slot back into that original King Kong film that they just made on the side of this as like a DVD bonus extra. Ah. So there you go. Also, there I go. There you go. Also, the bonus extras on this film is actually shorter than the movie itself, which is like, that says something, doesn't it? <laughs> really <laughs> that does. That really says something. Okay, let's talk about New York. Um, I reckon, right? Go on. Because they take him back to, to New York City after <laughs> chloroforming him right in the schnoz. <laughs> and he's all tied up. And yep. they're like, look at this gorilla. And everyone's like, very good. We love this. Because we, we, we've never seen anything and we love this. <laughs> I reckon if you went back to the 1930s, you could make a big... 
stuffed gorilla and put like a broom behind its head mm-hmm. and Go just on. like wiggle it about and just be like, yeah, this is a this is a giant gorilla and people will be like, probably. I think you could go back in time to the 30s and just wiggle a broom about and people <laughs> be like, that's not what that's for. <laughs> this man's insane. I'm going to sit here and poop my pants. I paid 25 cents for this. But I, I know the, uh, the theatre scene is a bit wonky at times, but there is something about seeing a giant monkey which mm-hmm. is what he is, we've established. That's right. People are flippant. People aren't liking that. They know we're joking, but they also don't like it. Mm. Just like tearing apart an to old time To be clear, we're cinema. not joking. No, we think, we think that and we know that. I think, that's, I think that's good. And I think the rampage through New York is, you know, it's, it's a little bit of fun. Mm-hmm. The ice skating slows it down a bit. But then, of course, we get to the, uh, the iconic climb up a building, get shot off a building, fall off a building. <laughs> that's right, yeah. How do, you, how do you feel about this? I was checked out by this point. Yeah, I know Like, I watched it, but... And yeah. I know how it goes. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't Beauty Twas Killed the Beast. It was those <laughs> machine guns. We all know. Or it was Jack Black who hit him in the schnoz with a bottle of chloroform and dragged him to New York. He's trying to avoid a lawsuit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. We all agree. Everybody here agrees that this was actually a woman's fault. That's right. That one specifically. <laughs> you all saw her. She was up there. <laughs> she pushed him. <laughs> Probably uh, hit her. Hit him with his with her handbag. Yeah, so that's kind of crazy, isn't it? But that's, of course, a homage to the original movie. Yes. And originally they were going to get Fay Ray back to do that line. What, just to wander up and be like... Yeah, which is kind of strange, I heard right? Beauty killed the Beast. Yeah. Specifically that woman. Get her. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, you know, it, it's a homage, so I, I can understand yeah. it. Well, she is referenced earlier in the movie. Yes, yeah, she is, At yeah. one point, uh, 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 Jack Black's character is like, we should get Faye, mm. presumably Faye Ray, but she's doing a picture with... Radio Pictures, which was RKO, which is the the, uh, the studio that made King Kong original King Kong. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Do you Does that mean they were ma- they were already making a King Kong movie <laughs> in the during this movie? Maybe the King Kong movie that came out was based on this real world event. Whoa. Do you think that's entirely possible? Yeah, yeah. They did a found footage style. <laughs> Do it's you called Clover Monkey? Oh. Go on. <laughs> Monkey Field? Monkey, yeah, yep. either of those is fine. We'll get some posters made up, uh, Weekly Planet posters, if you could. <laughs> check, check him out on Twitter and Instagram. He's doing great work. Yeah. Do you want to do some trivia? Yeah, of course I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's called low-key trivia. Oh. Just a bit of trivia. Wow, not you monkey trivia? But we say it real Mon- soft. Monkey trivia, here we oh, go. Okay. We're, changing, we're changing it up. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> <laughs> low-key monkey trivia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it took 18 months to craft the CGI version of the Empire State Building, but the real building was uh, built in 14 months. Could have just built a real one. Built a real one, right? (laughs) Exactly. So I don't know if you saw this also. There was a bunch of production diaries that were released uh, during the making of. I did not see this. Some before, some after. And there was one on April Fool's Day which talked about a sequel to this where they put a lot of rough animations together and got the actors involved to say, we're making Son of Kong the movie. <laughs> and they went well out of their way to kind of make this thing happen. And it's it's fairly convincing if, if you didn't know. Yeah. I mean, not now. You've spoiled it for me. I have, haven't I? Yeah. You should have. April Fool, Mason, you I got, got you. You got me. You didn't get me. Yeah. <laughs> How about this one? Uh, Jack Black wore no makeup in this movie off the back of a rumour that Clint Eastwood never wore makeup. It's, which also isn't true. It's a rumor. Uh huh. Um, and but he's wearing a wig. Jack Black's wearing a wig. But I don't know what. I love Jack Black. I just don't. I don't. I don't know. You know what I loved in this? I love Kyle Chandler. 
as the um, yeah. the 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 nineteen thirties Hollywood bigwig star. Mm. I thought I thought it was great. Just the perfect mix of ego and even more ego. That's right. I, I loved it. Um, and, he, and he pops up in the Godzilla monkey verse. He's in he? both continuities. Isn't that wild? How does he do it? And it's also an interesting uh, look into how uh, people view Hollywood looks mm. because in the original he's a Hollywood. You know, he's he's a Hollywood star playing a Hollywood star, and in the new ones he's a Hollywood star playing some sort of financial comptroller of some kind, <laughs> but a handsome one. He's very handsome, isn't he? He's every Everybody's dad, that guy, isn't he? Very true. The uh, bit where he's got the comb and he's pretending it's a mustache. I enjoyed that. Right? If there was one bit that I would keep from this movie, just one, and I scrapped the rest, I would put that scene in. <laughs> and maybe the bit where he goes, yap, 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 yap. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, last bit of trivia. Monkey, monkey, tri- what, what, what are we doing? What is this? Low-key monkey trivia! Bop, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rick Baker, special effects and creature designer, uh-huh. he played King Kong in the 1976 remake and is one of the pilots to shoot down King Kong in the 2005 version, meaning that he both played and killed King Kong. So, oh. awesome. Well, well done. That's pretty cool. It's very cool. I think so. I love when everything comes together like that. Me too. Rick Baker, what a legend. Uh, anyways, look, Caravan of Garbage happens here every week, doesn't it? That's exactly but right. But some weeks we're like, what are we going to do? We mentioned how long this is, and you know, recently the Justice League movie came out. A lot of people are saying do the new Justice League movie, but I feel like we need a bit of space between now and then. Mm. We do have a podcast episode on it, don't we? That's exactly right. We talk about that very thing, but we kind of want to see, you know, the future of this before we start, you know, unraveling that movie, if you will. Mm. So what do people want to see? It's not just a movie, it's an experience. That's very true. So I I had an idea. Uh, I have the 2005 King Kong game, which is like a survival horror game in addition to you're just a big monkey. Cool. But, you know, another thing, whatever, leave it below. Tell us what you want and we'll do it. That's right. Yeah. Your wish is our command. Unless we decide another thing. Well, then we'll just do what we want. Yeah, that's right. You can't stop us. (laughs) Anyways, though, yeah, look, as I said, we do this every week, but they actually go up early on bigsandwich.co. That's right. Along with a bunch of other stuff. If you do want to sign up, there's bonus podcasts. There's movie commentaries. That's right. What else we got there, Mason? There's an ad-free feed of our regular podcast. That's right. The, the regular planet. podcast has ads in it. That's right. Comes Some out people like Monday. the ads. Some people love them. Mm-hmm. Some people can't get enough. So, yeah, uh, you can check that out if you want. helps us out in a big way. But, really, thanks for watching this video. You're very welcome. And thanks for Ben for watching this movie, which I know that he loved. <laughs> He loved it. And Ben reaction shot. Here we go. He's loving it. Look. Look, look at how much go. he's loving it. Look, he's, he's loving it. Oh, my God. He's doing a cartwheel. <laughs> ben, that's really impressive. That perfect cartwheel you did. All right, guys. Uh, we'll see you next week. Let us know what you want to see. And, yeah, we'll do, we're doing the Mortal Kombat movies, all right? They're oh, coming yeah, nice. up, all right? Nice. All right? Yeah. All right? You happy? Uh, yeah, I really am. Okay, grab that Jimmy, guys. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want, it's up to you. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 